Welcome everybody to the My Aussie Dream podcast and um, today we have a very special guest, Zoe House, um, who is the founder of a very awesome company called Inspired Action, where she uh, coaches people on how to be more healthy and more mindful with their lives. Um, So yes, hi, good afternoon, Zoe. Hi, Mary. Thank you for having me today. It's a pleasure Excited to be here. Yes, thank you. It's a very rainy day today, so thank you for keeping us company. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I guess maybe firstly, I'll just ask you to if you can maybe introduce yourself a little bit and your background and how you even got to be in the current business that you're in. Sure. So I previously worked as a nurse for over 12 years. And in 2012, I decided to have a career change. Um, I decided that I wanted to work from a more holistic place in health. I've always been passionate about helping others. However, it just didn't quite feel right as a nurse. So I began studying different forms of holistic healing uh, about eight years ago. So I studied um, my yoga diploma, personal training, Pilates, meditation, Um, energetic healing and also some coaching modalities as well so over the past sort of eight years I've been learning these different techniques and um, and business has evolved over the years as well and sort of brought me to where I am now with inspired action where I really work on all levels of mind body and spirit with people helping them to become empowered on all levels okay fantastic so um, sounds like you've been through quite a journey and yeah that's why you sound like the perfect person to ask you know with the current coronavirus craziness that's going on all around the world not just in Australia I guess what are some really practical ways people can stay sane and grounded during this time which is the topic of our episode today um but yeah so what what's been your personal experience uh of this crisis ah yes well Obviously, well, previously I was running my business out of a health club and they were one of the first businesses to get shut down. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so that happened. And so then I was in the process of bringing everything online, which was new for me. I'd never, I'd operated my business partly online, but never fully online. So transitioning all my clients across and then obviously running classes online as well, teaching yoga online. There's been um, a um, big transition in that respect, but on top of that, um, my son is in prep as well this year. So I've also been homeschooling him from home. So <laughs> learning to juggle business and homeschool has been a challenge. Just had to get really good at my scheduling and you know, prioritising and everything like that. So, yeah, I've just been going with the flow and, and trying to manage the best I can under the circumstances. Mm. Well done. Sounds like you're currently being super mom right now. So yeah, that's very <laughs> inspirational. As per the name of your com- company, actually. Um, okay. So uh, it sounds like you had to adapt um, qu- quite quickly as well. Um, I guess maybe just in the past, have you faced maybe not a similar, but to you also like a crisis in your life where you had faced a lot of challenges? Uh, and then I guess the question is, what did you do during those difficult times to actually overcome those challenges? Yeah, sure. Um, yes. So around five years ago, I actually went through quite a 
difficult divorce where I lost my home at the time and my business at the time. So, um, yeah, I guess a lot of people might be in a similar situation at the moment where they're under great financial pressure, great amounts of stress, um, you know, so much uncertainty. So that's the state that I was in around five years ago. Um, it was a very challenging time in my life where I had to learn how to rebuild everything. So I basically had a blank slate to work with. I had a, a one-year-old child and uh, had to rebuild my life from there. Um, Luckily, I had been doing the work, you know, studying these holistic forms of, of healing already for a, quite a few years. So I did have the tools. I knew what I needed to do to get myself out of that. So one of the biggest lessons for me was, you know, in that moment was that I really needed to work on my inner world in order to get my outer world right. So mm. a lot of, you know, especially in the early days, it was about, doing that inner work and that's when I went to study my consciousness coaching course um, to really work on myself um, on a deep level and start to you know clear any any wounds or any self-sabotaging behaviors um, I learned a lot about myself on a deeper level there and then obviously on top of that I was doing things like uh, meditation um, yoga just really grounding practices to keep me in a good state rather than focusing on the negative. Um, and also like one of the biggest lessons for me during that period, I've always been a, a highly independent person. It, I had to learn that it's okay to ask for help. Yes. Um, because, yeah, that was something I wasn't very good at. So, you know, learning to ask for support from family and, and be okay with that, that was a big lesson for me as well. So, mm. yeah. Fantastic. Um, so I guess because, yeah, it sounds like you, you know, whether the storm and you grew stronger from all of those experiences, did those, uh, do you still practice any of those uh, mindfulness practices? Or ha ha um, maybe I'll start with that question. <laughs> yes. Yes. And that's the thing, you know, I think it becomes part of your life. Um, once you realize the power behind these mindfulness practices, you know, I, definitely had to use them when I was going through those difficult times in order to get through those difficult times. They then bec become part of your daily routine, you know, once you've realized how powerful they are because they really do get you through. Um, they become part of your daily practice. And then here we are again in another crisis situation. So of course I'm prioritizing, I mean, I'm using them even more now than what I would, you know, in my day-to-day -day life. Mm. So yes, it's definitely something that, that I, I use, use regularly. Okay, then that sounds good. So it sounds like, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you have a very strong self-care practice, so taking care of yourself. At the same time, it sounds like you have a very strong support network. So, you know, people outside of yourself that can, you know, help you along the way too, so. Exactly. And um, that's super important for everyone right now is to make sure that you are, you do have that support externally as well as internally so um you know make sure that you are speaking to people if you are feeling stressed right now and and you have um you know feeling overwhelmed or feelings of worry make sure that you're opening up to people and that you are talking to someone about it um it's no good when we push these feelings down yeah i agree i agree and, and once again maybe it's because um i don't know if you've observed as a cultural thing gender thing 
I don't know, but I've definitely noticed for, for generally for females or f- more feminine people that it's easy to speak out and ask for help. But um, because I have quite a lot of tradies and male workers who uh, subscribe to the macho stereotype, um, do you have any tips on how maybe how they can connect more without, you know, going, oh, let's talk about our feelings, which I don't think, <laughs> you know, they really want to do that proactively, unless they do, which is great. Yeah, well, there's plenty of other techniques other than just talking about your feelings um, that, that can help through stressful times. If that's not something that people feel comfortable with, um, other things that you can do is simple things like just paying attention to your thoughts is a really powerful practice, you know, bringing awareness in. Um, We don't even realize that a lot of the time our mind is running on autopilot and a lot of the time it's negatively geared. Like we're just thinking these negative thoughts. So once you can learn to bring awareness in and perhaps you can start to identify these patterns, you can actually learn how to identify that, but then replace it with something more empowering. So Mm. bringing awareness into your thoughts but then perhaps catching yourself out in the moment and learning how to shift your perception so if we're focusing on what's going wrong it's likely that we're going to create more of what's going wrong so you know a good way to look at our current situation um, is perhaps flipping it around flipping your perception and saying right now i'm becoming stronger because of this experience Mm. or right now I'm becoming wiser because of this experience. Perhaps you're learning humility because of this experience. You know, um, you can catch yourself out, become mindful of your thoughts and become aware of your thoughts. That's a really, really great tool to help you get through difficult times. Mm, No, that's a great technique. Thanks, Zoe. And yes, actually um, something relevant. So today is the 29th of April. So yesterday, the government actually published a study where they show that people are three times more, you know, feeling more depressed and more um, stressed than even before this whole thing happened. So it sounds like the mental health of everybody is definitely taking a toll. Um, So yeah, so I guess, you know, I mean, what are some simple practices in addition to, you know, catching your thoughts that people who may not have been so exposed to mindfulness practices can start to, you know, try? Since we're all at home, there's not much to do. Might as well give it a go anyways. <laughs> Definitely. Um, a really simple one that you can do daily, doesn't take long, is simply practicing gratitude. It is a um, super powerful tool. When we practice gratitude, again, we're shifting our perception. So we're we're breaking that pattern of that negative thinking. So you're bringing your thoughts to something positive, something you're grateful for. When you do that, you're, you're shifting your vibration. And because our thoughts create our realities, if we start focusing on what's going well in our life, we're then inviting more of that to come in. So, you know, shifting your thoughts to gratitude is a super powerful tool that um, should be practiced daily. Mm, I I totally agree. And yeah, sometimes I feel like, you know, when you compare, you know, how lucky we are and we do live in a lucky country and you think about, uh, I think there was a news article about how, uh, you know, people in Africa are struggling even more, once again, even more than before because of the current crisis. They're having issues getting food aid in. And here we are living in Australia. Plenty of food, no need to 
you know, hoard anything really. Um, and so, so with a roof over our heads, we're quite lucky if we count our blessings. So yeah, thanks for that, Zoe. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Um, yeah, but there's, there's plenty of other things that we can do as well. I think the main thing is that we need to realize that we can't control what's happening externally at the moment. It's not within our control. So we can't allow external events to govern our internal condition. So what can we do? We can work on our own internal condition. We can mm. work on practices that are going to help to shift what's happening internally for us in our inner world. So um, gratitude is going to do that. Also, even just simply moving your body is, is a powerful tool to help with that. So wh whatever feels good for you. So whether that's going for a walk, whether that's um, doing some yoga, doing some Pilates, you know, there's plenty of um, things that you can do online at the moment. A lot of us are stuck at home, but there's plenty of online options for exercise. If you can't get outdoors because it's raining like today, <laughs> Um, so that's a super powerful, super simple, super powerful tool that's, it's going to shift your vibration and it's just going to, you know, help shake off any excess negative energies that you might be storing in your body as well. Mm, yeah, fantastic. Yes. And everybody, I'll be linking, uh, Zoe's Facebook and website. Um, if for anybody that does want to take up the zoom, um, exercise offer, <laughs> highly recommend it just to keep yourself moving, especially if you can't get outside. Um, yeah. But yeah, and I would agree. I, I think um, I think yesterday they opened up Bondi Beach in Sydney, so and people were just not there in crowds, but people were just blessed and grateful that they could even touch like the water, <laughs> which is something nice. I think. Mm. Yeah. Um, another simple practice that um, kind of goes hand in hand with yoga for anyone that's done yoga before is conscious breathing. So mm. conscious breathing is simply bringing your awareness to your breath. It's a very, very simple practice. Um, there's different tech, many different techniques out there available, but if you just Google conscious breathing, you know, it'll give you a simple guideline, but the bottom line is you're just bringing the awareness to your breath. What that does is it just stops that thought process for a moment and it helps to activate the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the rest and digest part of the nervous system. And mm -hmm. it just helps to calm you down in the moment. It's a really simple tool. You can do it for, you know, one minute of conscious breathing is mm. going to make a different state. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't know that you can just do it for a minute. That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's going to shift your state. Just, just a small amount of, you know, taking the time out just to bring your focus to your breath. It's a very powerful tool. So is it sort of counting uh, the breath in and out or like how do you do it specifically? Yeah, um, so basically when I do it, I would always close my eyes just to draw the focus inwards, start to bring the focus to the breath, inhale for four counts, hold for four, exhale for four counts. Hold for four, inhale for four counts. Hold for four and exhale for four counts. So that's just an example. There's plenty of other techniques out there. So it's, if it's something you're interested in, it's something you can research, but it's a very simple tool that can be used, you know, anytime throughout the day. 
Yeah. Perfect. Thanks, Zoe. I was doing the breath with you and I already feel calm after doing two breaths. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, I think, I think it just shows you how very simple, small things that you can do really anytime, anywhere can really help with your um, emotions and your feelings. And I, yeah, I mean, I feel like we both really understand, you know, the initial fear and panic that everybody experiences because we're all human. But um, I think right now we can make a conscious choice to adopt these practices, which will, you know, make you a much more resourceful person. Um, Okay. And then maybe just to finish it off, well, just ask for, you know, if there's anyone in your life, um, whether someone, you know, closely or a more like a renowned figure that's been your role model or someone that, you know, when you think about them, um, really inspires you to get up in the morning and be like, oh my goodness, if she, he can do it, I need to get up and do my best today. Um, I'm going to say Joe Dispenza. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's where Mary and I met um, at a Joe yes. Dispenza event, but he's probably, he's probably one of my biggest role models, to be honest. Yeah. Mm, okay. What is it about him that really inspires you? And by the way, just to maybe give a five-second background, Dr. Joe Dispenza is, um, I would say, a neuroscientist that teaches um, meditation as well. So. Yes. Uh, I just think he's... I love the fact that he combines science with spirituality and he teaches these methods that are scientifically backed. So that was one of the other methods that I would have discussed with you is meditation, but he talks about, you know, the science behind it and, and how it affects the brain in, in a positive way. Um, you know, and I just love his approach. Um, he's sort of spreading the word at the moment with this virus that everyone should be focusing on love. You know, and that's a state of your perception again, rather than focusing on the fear, um, shift your perception to a state of love and focus on that, bring your awareness to your heart. You know, um, let's, you know, I just love that approach. The fact that he's trying to shift the consciousness um, and just the message that he's spreading. So, mm. yeah. No, that's awesome. I, I can see um, Zoe, you being like the, the female version <laughs> with all the great work you're doing. Um, so thank you for what you do. No, oh, it's a pleasure. <laughs> um, and then one last thing I, I wanted to just clarify with uh, focusing on love and not fear. It's just something I noticed within myself. And I don't know um, if you, you know, what you said about catching your thoughts is I definitely notice sometimes if I'm in a, what I would say unresourceful state. So fe feeling fear, stress, it, because you, as you said, you f keep focusing on it, it actually gets worse. And it's like a infinite, you know, sort of feeling of fear and stress. But then the moment you shift yourself mm -hmm. to feelings, even slightly more hopeful, as you said, grateful, or, you know, just feeling joy for the fact that you're alive, um, then you actually, it's like planting a little seed in your head and then you continue to pour more like water and sunshine on it, the more that grows. And then you, you completely feel like what I was fearful just a second ago. What? So, um, is there a, you know, a quick way that we can firstly identify that we're in the negative state and then shift ourselves into the more uh, resourceful state? Well, I think it was the first point I brought up around bringing awareness in, you know, mm. so if you can learn to become the observer of your thoughts rather than being so attached to your thoughts that they are you, you know, we have the ability 
to step outside of that and not be our emotions, not be our thoughts. You can become the observer. And, you know, that's related to presence as well. So what I mean by presence is being right here, right now, rather than fixating on the past or the future. You know, don't sit there worrying about what's going to happen in the future. Um, the ego says when everything, when this is over, then I will be at peace, you know, but the soul says be at peace right now. And that's mm. what we need to focus on is is the uh, the quality of our thoughts right now. Bring that awareness in. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. And um, yeah, I mean, people always ask what is being present? What is, so I feel like all the practices that Zoe has mentioned uh, really help. I, I feel like presence is a hard description uh, to do in words. It's something you must experience for yourself. So uh, I will highly encourage you, I know if you're just a, you know, homeowner sitting at home worrying about all the bills and everything that feels like the sky is coming down just give the breathing a quick go once again it doesn't you know just try two breaths like what i did and then see if that makes a difference and um yeah and then see what happens to the rest of your day but so yes any any final words of wisdom zoe that you wanted to share any encouragement for the future yeah i think you know, I think now is the time for everyone to go inwards a little bit more than what we ever have. Mm. Perhaps, perhaps it's a time also to review what's going right for you and what's going wrong for you. Mm. You know, we've all been given this opportunity to slow down. So perhaps we can actually use this as an opportunity to write a new chapter, you know, yeah. write yourself a new story. You know, I've been through that myself in the past and it was powerful being able to have everything kind of stripped back and then go, okay, I've got a clean slate here. How do I want to move forwards? So how can I live a more intentional life? You know, you don't want things happen to, happening to you. You want them to be responding to you. So if you can be more intentional about what you're creating, then you're going to become more empowered. Mm, fantastic. Thanks Zoe for your wisdom and all your beautiful shares. And um, yes, Really appreciate your time. Have a fantastic rest of your day as well. And hopefully our listeners and viewers have gotten lots of uh, you know, practical tips from this session. So thanks, Zoe. Pleasure, Mary. Thank you for having me on today.